0: I am the pastor here. I'm so glad you're all here this morning. Oh my goodness, everybody just uh, turn to someone and smile. Just do that. Awkwardly smile at someone. If you haven't smiled at anybody yet, this is a great time. To be awkward, anyway. But now tell them, and we've already done this. But tell them Jesus loves you so much. Uh, oh, add a, add that on. That's a good thing. So that's good. Well, hey, uh, here at the branches, our mission is to connect to God, grow in Christ, and to love others. Uh, we're not a perfect church, but our desire is to love the way that Jesus has loved us, which is radical, which is unconditional, which is which is something that's absolutely beautiful. And so, a lot of us were coming in here with many different things going on in our lives, different stages of our lives, and yet we're still here. Because when we know we want to encounter God, we need to be in a place where we know that God is encountering his people. So my prayer as we've worshipped and as we've fellowshiped and as we've, we've, we're about to hear some things from God, that we understand this and we connect with Jesus. This is a big thing for him. I mean, just our name, the branches, it comes from a scripture of John fifteen five. I am the vine and you are the branches. He wants us to remain in him abide in him stay connected to jesus and so that's our hope that's our desire it's a beautiful thing when we can be stay connected to the creator of all things and our savior and so you are in the right place at the right time you are not meant to be anywhere else but right here and that's perfect would you pray with me god we thank you so much for the joy that we can find in you That we come before you and we are reminded that you are our savior. That you came into this world so that we can be forgiven. So that we can let go of our past and let go of the sins that we have in our lives and be set free. What a beautiful thing this is. So right now, let our hearts be open to receive from you. Let all distractions, we have a few, let them disappear. Let our scattered minds begin to center in upon you. Let our weariness begin to fade. And let us lean in to what you have to say. So Lord, I pray right now that my words and the meditations of my heart be pure and holy and be yours. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. When I was a kid and I received the driver's license that I know is beginning to happen in this section over here, I was really excited, got the car, got to drive, and then you have to decorate your car, right? Anybody ever decorate their car? My decoration was simply this, and this is sort of the the day and age that uh, I was a bobblehead, That was in the back of my car. And my dad, who's a great dad, he figured out how to rig this bobblehead by putting a bolt through the back of the car. And so in my beautiful blue Oldsmobile cutlass, I had this Cardinal's bobblehead. That was in the back of my car. And it was great uh, because back then uh, bobbleheads were ceramic. Do you remember these ceramic bobbleheads? And so maybe we didn't think this all the way through. A bobblehead that's ceramic that's in the back of a car will eventually get broken, apparently. And eventually, as the sun beats down upon the car, it makes it weaker. And so over time, my cardinal's bobblehead began to like break down and just sort of crumble a little bit. And so I brought it here, and I realized that I have I don't have my hands. And so this is what my bobblehead... I still have it. I still have it, and I put it in a baggie. But this is great. So this is what my bobblehead looks like now. So this is the head, and you can see it's been beat up. I don't know. There you go. Zoom in in the back seat. You can... Anyway, so that's the head of it. Um, and then you have the base... This is the base. And so I know that a lot of you who are Cubs and Reds fans right now are loving this, right? Like, yes. They're like, maybe someone drove by and just, you know, reached in and broke this for you. But no, over time, it kept bobbling and it kept eventually breaking. And what we would do, uh, we would continue to try to glue this thing back together. And we would continue to just find super glue, find whatever, until the point was it's broken. It's just broken. And there's nothing we can do about it, right? And so, like, if I am lucky, even in the putting back together, and there is a piece that's missing, whatever, no one, anyway, it's still broken. But for maybe a moment, it's not. And I'm just going to put this here, and I'll probably break it again, and it'll fall apart. This is the thing when we talk about brokenness, Often we can compare it to material, right? I mean, oh, the car's broken down. It's rusty. It doesn't work anymore. Oh, the house needs repairing. It's, it's broken. You know, the windows need changed. Or we can, we can look at other things, and, and often they can just become material things. This bobblehead, I don't clearly I don't want to get rid of it. I should have. We've moved many times, but this is still here, and Krista is very appreciative of that. It's a fun thing to pack but I don't want to get rid of it, and yet yeah, it's broken. But material things, when they're broken, they just break, and they, they don't get back to the same thing. This is something that we can sometimes pull over when we start talking about our souls. And if we're honest, we find ourselves often in our lives, we can feel broken. We can have things that have taken place in our lives when we were young that we, we still feel broken about. We can have things that have happened in the last 24 hours that have made us feel that we might be broken a little bit and we hurt from them and we can be confused and be like my life is just like this bobblehead it'll always be broken I can try to fix it time and time again but no to no avail it'll still look like this bobblehead up here but the thing is is that we have a God who created us in a way that he wants us to follow and walk with him every day. And so much so that he allowed for his son to come into this world to be our savior, to give us salvation. And why do we have this salvation? We have this salvation because God is always wanting us to understand none of us are broken beyond the healing touch of God. None of us. We are never beyond brokenness with Jesus. Jesus is always going to be the one who is extending a hand and healing us and watching over us and caring for us. And you might feel that you are broken. You might feel that you are cast away. But the reality is this, is that God is always going to be your champion. And God is always going to be the one saying, no, I have more for you. You are healed. He says this a lot. And so, that's just material. So when we talk about broken this morning and being broken, I don't want you to have that mindset in your head. I don't want you to have the bobblehead in your life. Like, I'm broken just like my, my Ford. I don't know what that means. I don't know. But, you know, I'm broken down, you know. I don't want you to think that. I want you to look at your soul. So, this month, we're talking about Jesus. This month, we're talking about Jesus. I love talking about Jesus. Jesus is a good thing to talk about. We're learning, learn, learning that more people don't know anything about Jesus, and so we don't want to be like that. We want to understand Jesus in his fullness. We want to understand who Jesus is and what Jesus means for us, and so let's step into this. Last week, we talked about Jesus as Transformer. Transformer. Is that right? No, it's Informer, but snow. How many snow fans are out there? All right. Great. Thank you. All right. Oh, sorry. Okay, but then today what we're talking about is Jesus as healer. And sometimes this is something that we can shy away from. There are plenty of people who say, well, that happened back then. But the reality is that we can see Jesus still as healer in our lives. Now, some of you might be thinking like, "Uh uh-oh, this is going to get wild. This is going to get a little whoopity whoopity But that's not true. Jesus is healer. We have watched Jesus heal in all areas, as Chad was saying in our prayer, that we need healing physically, healing emotionally, healing spiritually. Jesus, if we believe him to be alive, and we do, then we also believe that Jesus has the healing power in our lives to heal us. So I want to look at a, a really a, a short story, and actually I think I, have, I put more scripture down than what we need. And so um, we're going to be looking at verses 10 through 13. 10 through 13 here, and it's in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, verses 10 through 13. And it's one of these moments where we see Jesus as a healer. And it's really cool because there is a woman who has been sick for 18 years, almost two decades. And she is is stooped over. And often this passage isn't talked about in healing because it gets confused. It moves really quickly into, I can't believe Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And that's for another day. But let me just say this. Jesus can do whatever he wants to do. That's just sort of, when you're the Savior, those are things that happen. And so, but we see in this moment, we see someone who is stooped over, who hasn't been able to look up for almost two decades and in this moment, we see a great healing. So it says this, it says, On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said, Here, said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. When we just look at this passage, it's, it's a powerful moment, but let's paint the picture a little bit more. Jesus is speaking in a synagogue, in a place of worship. So his perspective is different, right? It's similar to me. I'm looking at you, and you're all looking up here. So Jesus is up front teaching, and he's in a crowd, and he's looking out upon the crowd. And probably in this setting, everyone was standing up, and it is more like a concert, in a sense. And you have everybody standing up, and it's been a long day, and hot and a sweaty day. And everybody's probably, you know, in the group, and it's probably not smelling great. And all of a sudden, Jesus calls someone out. This is one of those rare moments where this woman isn't coming to him for healing. But Jesus knows that she needs healing. This is important to understand. There's sometimes in our lives that we have things in our lives that we've, we've held on for so long that we've forgotten that we need healing from them. Or we've said, it's too late. Nothing can change. I'm just going to have to be hunched over the rest of my life. And in this moment, Jesus then calls her out. He probably couldn't even see her because she was hunched over and she wasn't looking up to see him. And yet he calls her out. He says, It's time for you to be healed. Imagine in that moment, he walks down and he touches her, and all of a sudden, she stands upright. Pretty amazing. Pretty cool. Jesus is a healer. Something that is often confused, I think, for me, has been confusing to me, and I, I have to realize that Jesus works. Uh, individually for people he works in because he designed us we're designed that way we're individuals it's pretty cool so we're going to have our individual things that we go through in life that we need healing from we're not all the same and in this moment i realized that when we look at this 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 is a specific healing to this specific person that's pretty cool so some of us, we think that, oh, this, this doesn't need to be healed in my life. It's, it's just a mere Band-Aid compared to what so-and-so is going through. And that's not how Jesus functions. Jesus doesn't function that way. He cares about all of you. And for some, it might be something that we would say is little, and for others, we might say it's something that's big. And I believe that Jesus wants to heal everything from big to small and in the middle. He wants you to be healthy. Because this is the thing, once she is healed, what does she do? She praises God. Once we are healed, we can begin to see the design that God has for us. And that's what Jesus wants for each and every one of you. This is an important thing for us to understand. But as we step here today, I think some of us can sort of relate to this woman. We can feel that we've had something going on in our lives and we've, we've brought it to God before and, and maybe it hasn't been heard. I mean, could you imagine? She's going on almost two decades of probably an unanswered prayer. She's just waiting. She's wondering, can anything be done here? And then Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up even in the moments where we feel that it is so hard. Jesus sees her, and he heals her. I want you to hear in this morning that Jesus sees you. He sees you. He knows what you're going through and knows what's going on. And he wants to heal you. I would say over the last five years in my life, as observing as a pastor, I've seen brokenness seem to increase more. I don't know if that's just because I'm getting older. Uh, But I've seen it more and more within the church, outside of the church. And then we look around and we see, like, wow, as we've all lived together over these last few years, we've, we've gone through quite a bit together. We've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through war. We've gone through elections that's where oh oh. anyway we've done it all and we've seen where simple facebook messages have have caused people to get so so angry so frustrated we 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 have gotten upset with people about a piece of cloth and where it should be on their face that for some of us we have now forgotten about the cloth, but we remember that we lost a friend over that cloth, right? It's been weird. And then in the midst of all of that, the the increase, what used to be like, I know a friend of a friend who's gotten this terrible medical report. But now it's like, no, I know someone that I love and cherish that got that medical report. Where it used to be that your, your cousin's Friends had issues with mental health. Now it's, I have issues of mental health, and I don't know what to do. The last five years have been wild. And for many of us, as what our culture may feel to be telling us, we've done what we were told, and that's just to bury all of that. And to think, this is just life. I probably don't have it as bad as the next guy. And this is just life. And all of a sudden, we soon find ourselves stooped over and just going through life. But Jesus sees you. Jesus sees you and he wants to heal you. Jesus is healer. He wants to make you straight up again. As we come to the end of our message today, we're going to have something that I think is a good reminder for us to know that our God is a God of forgiveness, grace, mercy, hope, and life. And for some of us who have felt that we have gone through things in our life where we have found brokenness, maybe because of our actions or the actions of others that have caused this brokenness, we're going to have this reminder where we have a Savior who heals us that can do away with these things in our life. That we don't have to be defined by the mistakes in marriages and the mistakes in relationships and the mistakes at work or finances or or the things that just keep to carry us down. That we can be healed from all of that. That we can also be healed from the things that might be physically keeping us down. That God wants to set us free. I think if we're or honest with ourselves, we know that there's something that we could ask God to heal us from. I think for some of us, we've sort of hardened our hearts in a way to think that God just can't. I think for some of us in this place, we have been grieving the loss of a loved one, or we've been hurt by others, and we think that's just the way it's always going to be. I'm always going to have this knot in my stomach, and I'm going to carry it with me everywhere. But Jesus doesn't want that for you. Jesus wants you to be free. Jesus wants you to be healed. Jesus wants you to know that you are his child. And he cares for you. So as we come to the end, you all got a strip of paper. And if you didn't, you need one. And you need a writing utensil as well. All right. Interactive day. This is exciting. But this is powerful. There's strips. And this paper is actually unusual. It is paper that dissolves in water. All right. Uh, and so, what I want you to do is, I want you to write on your slip of paper that which you seek Jesus to heal. That which you seek Jesus to heal in your life. Unburden yourself. If your hearts are feeling heavy right now, or you're like, I got nothing, maybe turn to your spouse right now. No, joking. But what is it that you need healing from? What is it that keeps you up in the middle of the night? What is it that when you see something scroll in the news, you get really ticked off, and then it ruins at least the rest of the day? What is it that you wish your back didn't hurt anymore? What is it? Pain in your shoulder, the restless nights the headaches that happen every afternoon at 3 o'clock. What is it that you need? Put it on the paper. Unburden yourself. We are called to name it, and this is an opportunity for you. No one else will see this. No one else will see this at all. And in a few moments, when we are invited to come forward for communion and the band is up here playing music, in a few moments... Then you'll be able to come forward. There's two Lowe's buckets. This is how Jesus did it. He went to Lowe's. But you'll be able to write that down. No one else will see this. And I want you to see as you drop it into the bucket, it begin to dissolve. This might move a little slow. It might not. So you drop it into the bucket. You'll come up and you'll receive communion. You can hold that in your hand. And then we're going to have two people on the sides and they're going to have oil and they're going to anoint your forehead and say, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. And if you would like extra prayer, I'm going to be off to the side as well. So there's a lot of moving pieces here, but you guys can do it. But take this seriously. If there's pain on your heart, if there's hurt, my encouragement is this. Trust Jesus right now. (laughs) If this is bringing up anger issues with God from 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, put that down. If you are in a season where you're feeling just sort of spiritually dry, put that down. It's time to come forward and and to say, Lord, Lord, If I understand who you are, I need to understand that you can heal me right where I'm at. Jesus sees you. Jesus sees you. No longer let the burdens of your pain in your past harm you. Be set free. Would you pray with me as the band comes forward? Oh, holy God, you are good. You are our healer. You are the one who fixes us and makes us new. You watch over us emotionally, spiritually. You watch over our physical needs as well. Right now, there are those of us who are like, I'm not getting out of my seat, and I'm not writing anything down. Lord, I pray that you, you come close to them right now. There are those of us who may be even saying, "I don't I don't want to be healed from this." Lord, I pray that you begin to move their hand and the pen upon the paper. We are not made to carry the burdens of this world. Only you. There may be some of us who are saying, "But the silence has been okay this long." But we know that there's triggers that will set us off later down the road. Lord, we pray that we we be set from those, and Lord, there are those who have received medical reports in here where they know only miracles will set them apart from 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 that medical report. Lord, I pray right now for healing. Let's be ready for you to move in this day. come. Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, I ask You to bless this bread and this juice that we'll take back in our seats and, and, and be reminded of the great sacrifice that You have for us so that we don't have to live in our sins, but we can be set free. And we thank You that You will make us white as no, as pure, as you have called us to be, so we can live holy lives for you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we leave this place, we've encountered God. And so let us take God to those who we are going to meet throughout this week. So everyone, as we started, everyone smile really quick. Jesus is alive. Jesus is working in you. Jesus is a great healer. Jesus loves you. So let us take this love and let us share it with all those around us in the name of Jesus, we are healed and we are forgiven. So let us go and be filled with his love to take to all those around us. Let us go with Christ this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you haven't taken communion yet, take it now. There you go. Sorry. All right. Awesome. Did we yeah? Okay. Hey, go with Jesus. See you guys. Have a great week. Bye.